Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. About hour number three on a Tuesday, last day of January. Cold and weird outside. Hopefully you're inside, safe and sound. It's Chad and Zay on a Tuesday. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. We are part of the ICE crew, the two of us. Ty from the morning show. We're going to spend the night to make sure we stay on the air we want everybody to be safe, including Rod and Harge, who may be on the way right now for Ball Don't Lie. Patrick Davis is here, ready to roll, and uh, we will try to do our best to keep things on for you the next day or so. Every third hour of this show starts with a beat that Zay chooses just special for all of us. What do you got, Zay? Nas. Oh. Made you look. Instrumental. Classic. I love the Nas I've heard. Yeah, this might be my favorite Nas song. Yeah? Yeah, he was he was going at y'all hard when he came out with this one. It's a great beat. It's a little more edgier than most of Nas stuff. But yeah, yeah. This is a made you look fire. Made you look. Yeah. Great name. By great. the way, going back to our where we at story, uh-huh. old lady in the chicken wings. Yeah. The reason why she got outed was because kids don't eat chicken wings. Like, that's not on the menu for kids at the cafeteria. So when they saw chicken wings was being ordered, they were like, this doesn't make any sense. We don't serve chicken wings in our cafeteria. They don't serve them at all? What's going on? She and, was ordering food they didn't serve in the cafeteria? Yeah, and then they went and looked at Auntie Homely, and they said, oh. <laughs> She's walking out with a big old <laughs> trash trash bag full of what? What? Yeah, sauces, lemon pepper sauce, and dry rubs. Okay, see, this is one of those where I don't agree with the crime itself, but if you're going to do it, you couldn't have thought out thought it out any better than that? Why would you go with the food? Well, yeah, I mean, she had them. It's been 19 months. Okay, but- She's been going hard since 2020. Wow, but you could go with the food that you serve at the cafeteria and just skim a little off of that. Right? Nah, go all out. You know how expensive chicken wings are? We ain't got time for that. She does. She knows exactly how expensive they are. Yes, that is uh, that is rough when you get caught. So technically, she's not stealing the chicken wings from the children. That must be what she convinced herself of. Yeah. That's yeah how she ain't she, doing nothing wrong. That's how she explained it yeah, to herself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kids ain't even right. eating the chicken wings. How can we steal from them? Oh, the most dangerous voice is sometimes the voice in our own heads telling us why. Why? It's okay. No, no problem. All right. Um, so we start this hour with a little bit of a weather update for you. I'm looking at the hour by hour. And uh, right now in this 2 o'clock hour, 
Now I am seeing a 50% chance of rain pop up this hour with 32 degrees. But then it goes back to 33 degrees, looks like, for the rest of the night. We hope that'll be true. And 20% and 18% chance. Bottom line, if you don't have to get out, don't get out. If you do get out, please be careful. And specifically, tomorrow morning throughout, uh, right now I'm seeing from 1 a.m. all the way through, good grief, all the way through noon, light freezing rain or freezing rain, temperature at 32 or just below that. And the chance of rain anywhere from 46% all the way up to, say, 70, basically. Six, yeah. 67, 68%. Somebody on Specs text line, stop calling us broke back horn. It is not that kind of party. Oh, my God. Not that there's anything wrong with that, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> nah. not, it is not that kind of party, even yeah. though Heath Ledger and, who is that, Toby McGuire? That is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake they killed Gyllenhaal. that. That was a great, it's a great they movie. They did their thing. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger, Anne Hathaway, Michelle Williams are the wives in that movie. It's well done. Hell well and, done. And the cinematography is unbelievable. The, yeah. the, the scenery up there in the mountains, it's, it's a great movie. Uh, Ledger's good. That'd be my second favorite Heath Ledger performance after Dark Knight, because his Joker is the best Joker I've ever seen. I would say, yeah, Dark Knight's number one. My wife would dap me up for this. Ten things I hate about you. Oh, see, I've never seen that all the way through. Oh yeah, Julia, I hear he's great in that. Though. Yeah, I love me some Julia Stiles. Okay, Julia Stiles definitely likes her um, coffee black. Let's say that oh, from the movie she's been I in. See. But she kills that role with Heath Ledger. And okay. yeah, shout out to Julia Stiles. Love me some um, Say the Last Dance too. So we will continue to uh, to look at the the weather by tomorrow. If this information is correct, by tomorrow, kind of end of our show, we may get back up over freezing, and it will just be a rain situation we're dealing with. That is certainly what we are hoping. But we're in the ice crew here. We'll stay the night, making sure we stay on the air, and we appreciate you being there. If you want to go to hornfm.com right now, you can go and click and link to the new updated Big 12 schedule. That's right, kids. We now know the schedule. The Big 12 finally got around to letting us know. So in a 14-team conference, there are four teams that you will not play. And if you're a Longhorn fan and you just jumped in, the four you will not play are West Virginia, Cincinnati, UCF, and Oklahoma State off your schedule. So Yeah, uh, I guess everybody is playing two of the new four teams that have entered. That's kind of what I'm getting from this. I think that pattern is probably true. Just scanning here. Baylor's playing UCF and Cincinnati. Uh, I, Iowa State plays Cincinnati and BYU. So I think you're right. That's kind of the pattern they're throwing out. Yeah, because I'm good with not playing Oklahoma State, especially with the way Gundy's been handing it to the horns these last few years. I'm good with that. I would think having both of the Kansas schools, that's interesting to me. Playing both of those guys. That Texas plays both? Yeah, that Texas plays both. And not Oklahoma State. I think that's very interesting. And hosts both of them, too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I would have let Texas. I would have had Texas play Oklahoma State. Right. Again. Third party observer. Again, there's some things I'm gonna miss when Texas moves on to the SEC. I'm gonna miss seeing Texas play Baylor, and I'm gonna miss seeing Texas play 
Tech and Oklahoma State because I feel like it's always crazy. There's always some level of insanity with those teams. So I'm going to miss that um, with, with those combinations. You know, the Houston thing's going to be there and then gone, so that's not going to crush me. But those are the three that jump out to me. So I, I per, me personally, I'd like to see Texas play Oklahoma State one more time. So I'm with you, Zay. I might have taken – I'd have taken the Kansas game and made it Oklahoma State. I would have taken Kansas State because they're the former Big 12 champs, and I'd be good not seeing that. I bet you would. <laughs> I bet you would. See, I'm trying just to get better football, so I would have gone. I would have let them go at, at Waco, host Oklahoma State, and then Oklahoma. Bam, bam, bam. That's what I would have done. Okay. It would have been a little rough. Uh, but you can check out the full schedule there. Some of the other things, I'm just doing a little scan here. Uh, non-conference, Baylor's going to host Utah. That's interesting. Utah coming to Waco. Um, Iowa State and Iowa, we know that one's out there. Uh, what was the other one I just saw? Oh, Oregon. Tech and Oregon are going to play early in the year. So huh. see if Coach McGuire's got anything for Oregon early on. They like their quarterback. Uh, yeah, Tech or Oregon? Tech. Well, both. Yeah, I guess that's true. Bo Nix coming back. Do. Yeah, they that's definitely true. like him. Yeah, Bo Nix. He's on like, the nine-year plan out there. For real. He's late. He might be low-key on the Heisman watch this year. He's locked back in, man. They, they've turned him into a big-time passer out there. So uh, Longhorns, in case you're just jumping in, the home games, you go at uh, – excuse me, you start by hosting Rice, then at Alabama, then you host Wyoming, then you're heading to Waco, then you host the Kansas Jayhawks, then it's the OU game, then a rare bye right after the OU game, then go to Houston, play the Cougars, BYU comes to you, Kansas State comes to you, TCU on the road, followed by Iowa State on the road, and then you host Texas Tech. So, again, Longhorns do not play Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Cincinnati, and UCF. You can go look at all those combinations. Might be a good cold-weather idea for you over the next day or so. Go look at who all the Big 12 teams play and don't play. I've also heard, Zay, I haven't looked at it yet, but apparently in the last day or so, the um, or maybe it's coming up tonight, the ACC is about to announce their schedule for this year, and apparently Mac Brown is not happy. And Bucky and Aaron were looking at the specifics today. Apparently, Mac Brown's got to end his season like at Clemson and then at North Carolina State, back to back. So he not happy. Mac, come on, bro. He's not happy about come it. Come on, Mac. Where, where's that drive that you had when you were down here in the ATX, bro? Where's that competitiveness? Come on, dog. You in the ACC? You can't bench that much. He's just not happy. About I love it. you, Mac. I love what you did here. The tenure that you had. One of the best coaches that we've ever seen. One of the best communicators that we've ever seen could deal with stuff going on and off the field. Had the different phones. We know the stories with Mac. This is soft. This is weak. This is the AC freaking C. It's not that bad. Like, let's relax. Let's relax. I get Dabo always has good teams, but if we're scared of North Carolina State, then Mac, it might be time to turn that clipboard back in and get back in the booth or get back uh, uh, on ESPN or something like that because uh-huh. ain't no way we complain about an ACC schedule. Are you yeah. serious? It is, it, is a, it is a bit rough that he's in the Coastal and he's got to face Clemson and North Carolina State. But that's kind of the way it a works. A bit rough? Sometimes. I'm just saying for their standards, for the ACC standard yeah, of it. So weak? Because he's in the a basketball he, uh, uh, conference? He's in the weaker side of that conference in the Coastal, No, meaning he's got to play whatever that number is. Because remember, the ACC plays 
eight conference games. They're one of the ones that do eight. Okay. So So he has to play Florida State? Florida State. No, not necessarily. Because they're on the other side. Okay. Clemson, Florida State, and NC State, I think, are all on the other side. He's in the side with Duke, the two Virginia schools. Oh, so tough. Miami. So tough. He's on the coastal side. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Ed Reed and those boys are coming out the tunnel anytime soon. I think they completely uh, uh, shut down the Orange Bowl. It doesn't even exist anymore. That's what Mac's acting like the ACC is now. Yeah. So it's we'll, not that no more, Mac. We will see what his, uh, his team faces. I think that comes out a little later today. So by the time we get to the end of this week, you'll have all of that. Hey, Chad, um, let, let me ask you this. Because somebody yep. on the Specs text line, multiple people have said this. Baylor has eight home games. Is that interesting? Or I don't think nothing of it. But now that I'm looking at this wow. schedule, it's pretty favorable that for is, the Bears. Whoa. Only four true roadies? Is that real? Now, if we look at last season and the records of last season going to Kansas State and going to Fort Worth to play TCU, that's going to be tough. But Kansas State, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were this past season. And I definitely don't think Sonny Dykes' team is going to be as good as they were this last season. So, yeah, if this information is correct, they would be the, yeah, the, they're the only team that will start the season with four home games, four in a row. Then they got to go to Orlando, play UCF. They got Tech at home, got to go to Cincinnati. They don't have to play Oklahoma. They don't have to play Oklahoma State. Yep, you're right. Mm, Dave Aranda. No, he definitely ain't bitching like Matt. No Oklahoma, no Oklahoma, no Oklahoma State, no they play Houston and Cincinnati. They don't play BYU. And yeah. Okay. So they play three They play three of the new teams. Three of the new ones. How about that? Three of the new ones and they get eight home games. Mm, wow. If you're yeah. hey, hey if you're if you're one of those Texas fans that believes in all kinds of weird conspiracy theories, <laughs> go, go go find out if a Baylor grad put this schedule together. Go find out who's really putting this schedule together. That is interesting. We'll be looking at stuff like that as the schedule is released today in the Big 12. If you're a Longhorn fan, we've also mentioned today with signing day tomorrow, could the Longhorns end up with that number 1 tight end in the country, Deuce Robinson? There is thought that he might be leaning towards Texas. Best news for you if you're a Longhorn fan, there's been no absolute report that he's picking USC or Georgia yet, so you still got a shot, and tomorrow is the day. So we'll keep an eye on that. As of right now, as far as we know, Sark is going to have the press conference tomorrow at 11 a.m. If that changes, we will let you know. We'll try to bring that to you tomorrow, but the weather may get in the way of that. So, uh, But that is tomorrow. Obviously, the Longhorns class is pretty much done at this point uh, for 2023. And, of course, we talked Texas and Baylor from last night. Longhorns get a tough, hard-fought win uh, in a game where Marcus Carr only ends up hitting two field goals. His last one was incredibly important uh, because it gave the Longhorns a little bit of uh, of leeway there at the end. Another one of those patented step-back Marcus Carr, I'm not scared jumpers. Uh, and Zay, he knocked it down. Overall, though, to me, and, and Sir Jabari Rice was great. You and I both dig Jabari Rice. Uh, I love the toughness he showed when he went to the free throw line after getting popped in the face like that. And I'm sure the eyes were watering a little bit. Love watching him. I thought Timmy Allen was the whole the key to that game last night on so many levels. Loved him in the, love him in that mid range. 
7 out of 10. He never attempted a 3. He knows where he's comfortable. And I think that's one of the things the Longhorns need to do early on in games and try to do it on these road games. Get Timmy Allen involved as early as you can. Get him comfortable with a couple of shots. and Because I think the whole team benefits from it. I completely agree. He's one of those guys, if he gets going early, like you said, just benefits everybody. And it kind of gets everybody into a rhythm. And when he starts slow, the horns really struggle. And that's when you have to kind of find and pick and choose to see where you get your buckets from. And that's when other guys have to step up. But... Being first team All Pac 12 at Utah before coming here, and you know, at the beginning of the season, he really struggled to just find his footing, to find his rhythm within the offense, especially with this more up tempo style of play that the Horns have had here in 2023. He's gotten a lot better of picking and choosing his spots, cutting at the right times, mm-hmm. and also being aggressive and finding his own shot and beating guys off the dribble until that pull up jumper. I mean, when it's going, it's it looks good. He had yeah. a few jumpers across the middle of the lane, nice post-ups, taking advantage of some of the smaller players on Baylor's team. And, yeah, he, he just has to play at that high level if the Horns want to get to where they need to go. If you look at Tyrese Hunter, 5 for 17, that's not good. But just 13 points, lock-up D, getting steals, making good passes at the right times. One of the biggest moments of the game, and I heard Craig Way and Jeff talking about this on Light the Tower, Timmy Allen in the second half, he was getting double teamed in the corner. And he made a beautiful pass to Tyrese Hunter that got him a three, and Tyrese Hunter hit it. And that was one of the timely threes that Tyrese hit last night. So just when teams make adjustments on you like they do on Timmy Allen, and we know he still struggles with longer guys, more athletic, you know, those 6'8", really long wingspan type of guys. If he gets in those situations, he had four big assists last night, he can create for others. And sometimes he can bring the ball up the court if, you know, Marcus Carr, Tyrese uh, Hunter, and Serge Barry Rice are aren't doing so, and he can initiate your offense, and he has to play with that up-tempo pace. I know sometimes he likes to play with a slower pace and post-ups to get to his fadeaways, but I also like when he plays up-tempo. He had a really good cut last night off Serge Jabari Rice that gave him an and one that really ignited the Horns' offense, and I'm going to continue to say this for the rest of the season. They're going to need Dylan Mitchell and Arterio Morris both to step up in the limited minutes that they are given, and both of those guys gave you good minutes last night. The tip dunk with Dylan Mitchell, and then Arterio Morris had a chase down block, a nice step back jumper on the mismatch big man. He had a nice uh, uh, layup on the break off of the Tyrese Hunter steal. So if those guys could give you those good minutes whenever Marcus Carr or some of those guys get into foul trouble at different times, Brock Cunningham, we know he's going to play hard, keep on taking the open shot when he has them. Christian Bishop, he's been good at times, the minutes that he's given you. He gets into foul trouble a little bit too much lately for my liking, but we know Christian Bishop being an undersized big, he's going to play hard and give you everything he's got. You just got to take this momentum into these next few games because we know against Kansas State, it's going to be a tough gauntlet uh, a game like it's been in the Big 12 all season long. Jerome Tang has a really good crew that's looking for a number one seed. Like that's what he's preaching to them right now. Them saying that number five uh, uh, in the nation, he's looking at them and say, "Hey, we could go get a number one seed if we finish out the Big Twelve strong, have a good showing in the Big Twelve tournament in Kansas City." And yeah, Kansas State from being last on the list on the Big Twelve poll, ranked preseason poll in the Big Twelve to now. At, 
top of the league at first, battling with Texas, who has a chance to really do some damage in the standings. You've got to love the opportunity that the Horns have going into Kansas this weekend. They head to the Octagon of Doom Saturday at 3 o'clock, 2.30 pregame for you right here on the Horn. And then they go to Lawrence, of course, Monday night. We got the info earlier from Craig Way. They're just going to bust from one to the other in case you thought they might come back. No, no, they're just going to bust from one to the other, spend the night in Lawrence, get a workout there, and then roll into Big Monday. Yeah. Way to do it. Yeah, and huge game tonight with those two teams, Kansas yep. and Kansas State, uh, up in Lawrence. You know, So give me a mindset real quick. Do you, as a Longhorn fan, do you root for K-State to win because you just don't like Kansas and them losing is a good thing, and then you want a first-place matchup, or do you root for Kansas so you'll be alone in first place the rest of the week? Uh, or do you care? I don't think you could care. Okay. Yeah. Be a fun One game. of these teams are going to be mad. Be a fun no game. No matter what. Yeah, it'd be a fun game to watch tonight. By the way, do you see where, where it is? You see what channel it's on? ESPN Plus. Morons. <laughs> Morons. <laughs> they couldn't see that game as a game that needed to be on television. Oh, no. Oh, no. My God. Yeah. Again, yeah. Kansas State was picked the last in the uh, Big 12 okay. this year. That's true. That's Tenth. true. All the transfer All portal the teams. Stuff. Tenth. And, dang, I get it. All right. So, yeah, that one is on ESPN Plus tonight if you want to check it out. Up next, why today matters on January the 31st, three baseball icons with birthdays today, plus one of my favorite combine freaks of all time has a birthday. We'll talk about all of it on the horn. Is this like a more grown-up version of these guys? Did I hear Chris Cross? That's right! Wow, how about that? Did he say 90-something? Yeah. Yeah, it's 90-something. They were the Mac Daddy and the Daddy Mac. Is that right? Yeah, this is when they stopped wearing the backwards fit. They were a little more grown, a little more mature. It's tough to stay dedicated to that. It is. Because you got to have people help you. Yeah. Yo, they couldn't even rap. Like, Jermaine Dupri just saw them at an Atlanta mall. They had girls around them. They were wearing stuff backwards and said, you know what? We're going to make these guys rappers. Wow. Because they got something. They already got the charisma and the flair. Uh-huh. We're going to make them rappers. Did it work? I mean, were they? Yeah, it worked were pretty they well. De- were they decent on stage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they were actually doing it. Oh yeah, Jermaine Dupri's a genius. Good for him. Like I put him up there. Diddy, Dre, guys like that. Jermaine Dupri doesn't get the love that he deserves. Crisscross, all grown up back in the '90s. Uh, we also had the Who earlier. Kick Tracy, the Starsky and Hutch theme, which somehow fit this weird weather today. And then Leo Sayer started us off. Plus a great Nas beat to start this hour. Uh, Zay and Chad with you. We are going to be here tonight along with Ty, the Ice Crew. It's funny, nobody's joined the ice crew since the show got started. Oh, know, for real? You notice that? I haven't seen anybody that's ready to that's ready to join. I'm sure they're just lined up outside. <laughs> I'm sure they're lined up outside the door. Um, we will make sure that we stay on the air here, barring, you know, weather shutting off signals and stuff. We've had that before. We had that a couple years yeah. ago. 
Uh, we're we're keeping knock on wood. We're keeping our fingers crossed that the power stays on and the heat stays on because if that changes, then things will get uh, will definitely get a little more complicated. But right now, things are looking pretty good from some of the things we're getting little looking for little pieces of good news with the weather here and there. We'll keep you updated there. Go to hornfm.com for all those school closures, uh, and then also uh, I'm told by the Flex crew go to. Uh, I went to I was at flxatx.com but I hadn't refreshed the page in a while. A lot of those games I talked about, a couple of those games that I mentioned might happen tomorrow have now been canceled. Everything in 256A that we were mentioning, Vista Ridge, McNeil, Round Rocks game, Cedar Ridge game, those have all been canceled now. Um and not uh, not moved. So go check out uh, check that out. You can also go online if you are a player or coach involved in boys or girls basketball, go to Twitter and go to FlexATX, at FLXATX on socials, and they've got a pinned uh, tweet right there at the top for you that you can add the information to. Let us know what's happening, what's not happening. If there's something you see that's incorrect, please let us know and let the Flex crew know. Uh, And we hope everybody is safe and sound out there, and uh, best of luck to those basketball teams when they get back at it. Uh, New Big 12 schedules out there. If you want to see it, Longhorn fans, you can check it out at hornfm.com. That'll definitely pass some time as you are uh, maybe stuck in the house today. Right now, though, let's go Why Today Matters, and we'll start with me feeling really old. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist, 512-601-0303, or sinussnoringent.com. All right, it is all great news until I get to the very last part of it. Super Bowl twenty-seven, Cowboys over the Bills. It was the first time I got to see the Cowboys win a Super Bowl live. I remember watching it in the house and my parents and the friends and everybody comes over. Over and they whipped the Buffalo Bills 52-17. The only bad news is that was 30 years ago. Holy mm. hell. 30 years ago. It's a long time. But that does make sense. So that means 30 years ago would have been um that that would literally be the year. That's the year I graduated from high school. I'm gonna graduate high school a little later on in May. Um 30 years ago. Geez, that would have mean that's right after. Well, just sorry, just right before my grandfather dies, uh, February twenty second, I believe of that year. That's thirty years ago. That didn't feel like thirty years ago. Man, that's crazy. Time does fly, but that was the day the Cowboys whipped the Bills. They would then beat them again, and obviously beat the Steelers a little bit later on. But I'm telling you, Zay, there was nothing like Super Bowl twenty seven. They knew they were going to win. Jimmy Johnson predicted it. He told everybody to put it in three inch high letters, and they thrashed Jim Kelly and the Buffalo Bills. Do you think that was a part of Jerry's, Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy's demise with him just going out there, being so confident, basically saying, you know, we're going to win this game because he got so much credit for that. People were like, oh, he's such a badass for saying all that. And, you know, Jerry just, he don't like, he never liked Jimmy. He never liked the credit that Jimmy Johnson took. We know their whole relationship and how south it went. I just feel like there's things like that. Yeah, you might be right. I never really thought about that as being an issue, but yeah, those two egos and the way they got along were so weird. So weird. Like, Jimmy could have heard Jerry later on say, 500 different coaches could coach this football team. He could have heard that and laughed it off, but he didn't. 
His ego took it the wrong way. His ego really took that the wrong it way. It should. And I know deep down it should, but neither of them could deal with the other one the right way, and Jerry should have just done what owners do. Hire your coach. Hire your football people. Get the hell out of the way. Get the hell out the way. But he didn't. All he needed to do. I wish I could go back and find like who would have been the perfect GM for that moment. Either make Jimmy the GM as well, but he was pretty young in the – I mean, pretty. He was brand new in the NFL. I wouldn't have done that. But who would have been that perfect GM? Go back, find that per- – that's what he should have done. Hire those two people, then get out of the way. And then smoke as many cigars as you want, drink as drink whatever you want, take the credit however you want. But you got to – you gotta let the football people be yeah, the football people. Jimmy Johnson, he should still be a part of the franchise. Like, think about yeah. scouting talent going from college to the NFL and just having that good eye and just be incredible. You yeah. know, just <laughs> you're like, why if you're Jerry Jones, how can your ego overtake that? Like all the money you're making. Like right. that's when it became America's team. And it's been like that for 30 something years. Right, yeah. Like the fan bases that have just been That's crazy. getting killed and just their morale has been in the gutter for years and years and years. You could have just said, you know what? I need this guy. This guy has brought us so much success. But nah, you think Barry Switzer is part of the solution. I know. Yeah, it's just like, so crazy. Yep. Of all the people, because he's kept so many people in the family and been questioned for it. That's the guy you couldn't keep in the family. That's a good like point. What? It's a good point. Thirty years ago today, Cowboys fans was Super Bowl twenty-seven. All right, Zay, tell me what you think of this threesome in baseball. I'll argue maybe this is the day that has the most badass three baseball birthdays at once. Today is Jackie Robinson's birthday. Man. Today is Ernie Banks' birthday. Okay. And today is Nolan Ryan's birthday. Wow. I don't really know. That's I'm not sure if we could top that one. Uh, happy birthday to Nolan. He is 76 today. Ernie would have been 92 and wanting to play too. And Jackie Robinson would have been 104 years old today. If you don't know that old school, it is UCLA for Jackie Robinson. Yo, shout out to Jackie Robinson for teaching that my alma mater for like a couple of semesters. Oh, that's I right. Houston Tillerson. Yes, sir. That's yeah, true. Yeah, back in the day, he coached the basketball team and coached a few other sports. I think he was obviously involved in baseball, but yeah, Jackie Robinson, he's a Central Texas legend in a way. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, if you're putting together the Mount Rushmore of important athletes, I think Jackie Robinson has to be on it. 100%. I think it's got to be one of the four. And then you have your discussions about what else you want to do. Like Jim Brown, maybe. Yeah. and do you, you know, What he did and how Bill you, Russell, those guys. Right. How you want to define importance and all that. But Jackie. Ali. Oh, Jackie, big time. Yeah. Nolan Ryan, I always think, like, yeah, the no-hitters come to mind and all the one-hitter games that he's had. But the work he did to get those, like, just old farm-like uh, 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 yeah. workouts, putting his hand in the pinto beads, just turning it. He threw the seventh. For like no- hours. He was 46 when he threw the seventh no-hitter. 46, eh? <laughs> By the way, how about this? He threw seven no-hitters, 12 one-hitters, 18 two-hitters, and 31 three-hitters mm. in his career. And had a mean headlock, too. Yeah, he did. He did. Just ask Mr. He got Ventura. Oh boy, in that headlock. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, a couple of beautiful, talented ladies with birthdays today. Kelly Lynch, Roadhouse fans. Remember the doctor from Roadhouse? Yeah, Kelly Lynch, 64 today. Carrie Washington 
for all of you. What was that show called? Scandal. Scandal. Yes, for you Scandal fans. She's 46 years old today. Anze, it is the birthday of one of my favorite Combine freaks of all time. In fact, he's the first Combine freak to me. Vernon Davis. Yes. 39 years old today. Do you remember the old school for Vernon? Maryland. I'll never forget that. Very good. Here's Vernon Davis at the Combine. 6'3 and a quarter, 254. He ran a 438. He had a 42-inch vert, and he slammed the weight up 33 times. He was so intimidating coming into the league. At tight end. Oh my God! I'll never forget watching those videos and from Indy when he was going through all that. You were just like, he did, what? Huh? Yeah, with those numbers that he put up, he had a really good NFL career. Probably a decade in the league at tight end. We probably most known for 49ers, but almost won that Super Bowl with him, right? I think so. I think he was on the team that lost to the Ravens. The that, Har- that, that sounds right. That Harbaugh game that sounds I right. Think that might be he, he was yeah. oh, such a freak. But people would say he underachieved with all those stats that he put up at the combine and what he did at Maryland. Like I'll never forget the hype that he had coming into that draft and and he also had how Pitts kind of mir- mirrored that too a couple years ago that's a good point that's a good point he also had that tough time with Mike Singletary as the coach and that didn't all they did have a little thing a weird time for him yeah he kind of lost some time there but happy birthday to Vernon just 39 years old if you see him today do not challenge him to any of those skills he will be better I bet he can still run a what do you think he can run today at 39 I, he can go sub I'll give him four seven I'm about to say sub five right yeah probably he can probably still get after it. Oh, know. it's uh, Roshan Johnson's birthday today also. Is that right? Yes, sir. Very nice. Uh, I apologize for not seeing that, Longhorn fans. Thank you for shouting that out. Roshan Johnson, happy birthday to him, and best of luck, speaking of the Combine and the NFL oh, coming he's up. he's going to kill it at the Combine. Oh, we'll be interested to see where he ends up. All right, there's January 31st, and why it matters to us, all that matters to us today is that you are safe and sound and uh, safe and dry out there today. Stay off the roads unless you absolutely have to get out stems and seeds coming next including the big 12 schedule for the longhorns who aren't they playing and uh who are the two teams they're playing around alabama we will tell you all of that and the one big 12 team that seems to have gotten the most love from the schedule makers that's next on the horn when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alright, just about to wrap it up on a Tuesday. This one sounds like I'm not going to have a shot. No, no chance. I don't think I'm going to have any chance on this one. This sounds like someone from an era that if I talked to a fan of this particular artist and I said like Jay-Z or Ice Cube, they'd laugh at me. So this feels really new. Yeah. Who am I dealing with here? Kodak Black. 
Kodak Black? Kodak. Kodak. Kodak Black. Black. Okay. Yeah. I like the little rhyme scheme in the name. Yeah. From Florida. Okay. I think he's like 22 years old, but he's been to prison a few times, so credible in the rap game. Now, be uh, that gets you credibility. Oh yeah, that gets you. Yeah. Uh, be honest now. Are you familiar with Kodak? Black? I am. You a fan of Kodak? Yeah. Black? Okay. Yeah, Kodak. I'm open to the new cats out here. I'm not opposed to that. Okay. You know, uh, the mumble rap. Uh, it's hit or miss for me. Kodak. He's one of the mumble rap guys that I like. Now we always talk about athletes that have. You know, perfect NIL deal opportunities. Please tell me that this is an artist that has gotten hooked up with Kodak. Like, I mean, come on, you're gonna have the name, right? Can we get uh, can we get the man a Kodak deal, please? <laughs> or is he a little edgier than that? He's a little edgier than okay, that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Kodak Black, uh, along with Criss Cross and the Who and Kick Tracy and the Starsky and Hutch theme and Leo Sayer, all a part of the show. Plus a nice Nas beat to start the hour. Yo, I'm waiting for the new Keelan Robinson album. Is it coming? It should be. Really? I mean, off season, you would think that's when he works. He showed us some talent. Yeah. He would have shown us more if they'd handed Get him or thrown him yeah. the ball. But yeah. uh, he did show us some talent on, yeah, the, yeah. on that video. He's got some juice. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't feel like just a athlete who's rapping. No. Feels like a guy who's got the talent. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, number. Yeah, seven. he's not an Empire rapper. You remember Empire, the it, show with Taraji B Henson and Terrence Howard. I do. Was on Fox. Yeah, he's not an Empire. Not rapper. one of those. No, okay. he's an actual legit artist. Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, before we get out of here, we uh, remind you the Big Twelve schedule hit while we were on the show today. We'll get you some more details of that right now. Ball don't lie. Coming up with Rod and Harge. I think I know Patrick Harge is, is here. here. Harge is here. Harge is here. We've got him. an idea on Harge. Excellent. All right. That is very good. Uh, Zay, myself, and Ty are a part of the Ice Crew. We'll be spending the night tonight and uh, keeping you updated. Keep it right here. Yeah, hard talking about, so you spend the night, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So he's like, have fun. I'm like, what, you ain't? I'm a grown-ass man. Uh, I gr- got kids. I'm the, like, what? <laughs> the grown-ass man argument, huh? Grown-ass. I got kids. I'm like, Okay. Man, you should have heard Eric Rains from Coke FM describing it today in a meeting. I mean, it was you just you'd have thought he was being asked to like walk through the snow barefooted. He's like, in no way I'm staying at the station. Something's gotta be figured out. I was like, okay, all right. I feel him. Like to me, that's just the easiest way to deal with it. Oh, but, I, yo, I feel him. That's why oh, it's not, you and I tie essential workers. Hey, it's not a it's not a blast. I'm not gonna argue that. But I've done it over the years. Oh, I have ways to have fun up here. Hey, I've well, I, I, mean, I got my laptop. I'm I'm good to go. I brought snacks, all types of stuff. All right. Like, sorry, Janet Jackson, I got hot Cheetos <laughs> ready to go, ready to roll, ready to roll. All right. So we hope uh, everybody is safe and sound out there. Ball don't lie is coming up right now. Stems and seeds will dig further into this Big Twelve schedule. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no. St- Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. So if you missed it earlier, Texas fans, you are not playing Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Cincinnati, and UCF. You've got home games with Rice, Wyoming, Kansas, BYU, Kansas State, and Tech, and you will travel to Bama, Baylor, obviously the OU game, Houston, TCU, and Iowa State. If you want to get mad at the schedulers, you do it because of Baylor. Baylor has eight home games this year, and Zay, I cannot find another team with eight. They're the only one. 
Why does that have to be the case? I haven't done the math in my head of, do you have to have a team with eight? Yeah, maybe they just felt so bad for Dave Aranda on how Austin Novosad did them on signing day by flipping and going to Oregon. So they're like, God, this guy, he might not have anybody to take the snaps this year. Let's give them an easier schedule than everybody else and see what happens. Maybe it's a mistake and they're actually going to Utah, but this says they are hosting Utah and they're going to start with four straight home games. Here's some other things I've been able to pull out of the schedule so far for some of the new teams. Cincinnati, in their first year in the Big 12, they will not play Texas, TCU, K-State, or Tech. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Not a bad entry point. And then UCF will not play Texas, BYU, TCU, or Iowa State. I have not had a chance to dig through BYU and Houston to figure all of that out. But as I scan it here, Houston does not have to play OU. So that's good news for them the first time through. We just did mention that they do play Texas. So you can find the full schedule, hornfm.com. You can link through it uh, there. We now know what we hope is a one-year situation. So now that we have this day, we need to keep asking that next question. Okay, now, Texas, Oklahoma, what are you hearing from Birmingham? SEC, what are you doing to make this thing roll, because all we've got now is a couple insider reports that it could be 2024, but we need to make sure that happens. Yeah, I'm trying to get out as quick as possible, so I'm with you. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's get these conversations, these meetings, these Zoom calls, whatever you need to happen to make the process go a little bit faster than it's going, let's do that, because... We dodged a bullet not going to Cincinnati and not going to Orlando to play against UCF. Like, the Horns, I think they got lucky. Like, that's an easy trip down the road to H-Town to play uh, Houston. Yeah, Plus, it's not bad. You ain't got to go to Utah. I let's, let's, let's take what we got and get out before it gets real dirty like it could get next season. Yeah, think about it. You got three old Southwest Conference bus trips this year. You're going to Waco, Fort Worth, and Houston. Take that. That's so much better. than, And you don't have to go to West Virginia. You don't have to go to Kansas State and deal with all that mess of getting there. And you don't have to go up in the mountains and hang with BYU. They're coming to you. So, uh, Zay, as a Longhorn fan, does not want two straight years of this. So, SEC, if you're listening, let's get it figured out for 2024. One other quick note. Apparently, Ryan Grubb is going to stay the OC at Washington and not be Nick Saban's new offensive coordinator. That means Saban is still looking for somebody to replace Bill O'Brien, who went to the Patriots. Just keep your eye on it. Mm. Maybe somebody doesn't want to call plays for Nick Saban. Hmm, interesting. Ryan Grubb going to stay at Washington. Reportedly, they're going to pay him $2 million. Everybody stay warm and safe out there. Ball don't lie. It's coming up. We'll keep you updated on everything here on The Horn. Two.